Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. It is Emmanuel Heke once again. And this is Church Boy Confessions powered by Unassociated LLC. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is our 24th episode. Forget what you see on Apple. Forget what you see on Spotify. I think Spotify has it right. Goes, goes to say a lot, huh? Um, but this is our 24th episode. 24 weeks straight, we have been able to put out content. Um, I'm saying we, but like, it's really me. <laughs> at least a podcast but uh thank you so much for tuning in once again like i think it's been amazing to see how much love this podcast has been getting and um i just want to say from the bottom of my heart i'm so honored to be used by god to even be like able to inspire people it's not really it's really not me it's really the word of god you know if you're inspired by this podcast that's the word of god inspiring you like Um, But I'm honored to be in a position to where I can help translate a lot of the different passages or a lot of the different um, lessons in the Bible. So thank you for tuning in. You know, I'm always grateful, um, always grateful. And uh, I think today's episode is going to be a continuation of the conversation we had last week. Last week's episode was um, self self uh, self image starts with self in quotation marks. Um, In that episode, I talked about, you know, how at the time. Like that, that past week I was dealing with insecurities and it's always a battle that I have, you know, cause I mean, I, like I say, and really pretty much the premise for even creating this company was that we have a lot of things in this world that try to define us, that try to shape us, that try to tell us who we are. Um, and when we let those things happen, those inconsistent things happen, those negative things happen, when we give them the power to define us, that's when we're in trouble. Um, and it's on us to take that power back and use it for our own good. Um, and really give that power to God and God alone. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just going to continue off of that right now. I'm in San Diego. This must be the first time I've ever been recording at home, like literally in San Diego. Like I'm just in my room right now. Um, I'm not going to lie. It's very awkward because this is not the environment that I'm used to recording in. Like my sister's sleeping in the other room. Um, and it's just like really weird kind of awkward like i'm comfortable at my house it's just like you know like i don't know for people who are like creative always work on creative work like you know you have your office you have your zone you have your space and it's like i'm just out of my space right now but hey you know what i'm saying we still got we still got a job to do um but yeah so i wanted to really i got this message it was kind of like coming from my pastor um on sunday and he was just talking about you know he 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 read the story of when the angel first told Mary that she was going to have Jesus. Um, and ultimately, I'm going to somehow relate that to self-esteem. <laughs> and so, yeah, I'll start off with just like, you know, continuing to battle with insecurities, um, whether it be from things I see on social media, whether it be from things I see on TV, um, just especially I, I would think a lot of insecurities come from thinking about 2020. Um, I know what I would like to happen 2020. I know what I'd like to happen tomorrow. I know what I'd like to happen in my life. But um, sometimes I get really insecure with like the future, what it's going to look like, how things are going to happen, um, when things are going to happen and what should I be doing right now? And a lot of those thoughts can be very overwhelming and so much that they start to lower my self-esteem because I think God has called me to a lot. I think I can agree with that. Right. Um, but Sometimes I get so fixated on how inadequate I might be. You know, sometimes I get mad at myself for not being confident. I get mad at myself for having low self-esteem. I get mad at myself for certain things being able to get to me, get under my skin. 
and I start to think of myself as not qualified, like maybe God chose the wrong person or, or really just maybe I just can't surmount to everything that God has created me to be, which is a foolish way of thinking. And that's really where I want to relish on in this episode. It's a very foolish way of thinking. So in this space that I'm thinking all of these terrible thoughts, a thought comes to me. And I would say, you know, a way that God speaks to me in particular, I'm not talking about everybody, but me in particular is when I can recognize thoughts that are not my own. A thought came to me and it told me that I didn't create myself. And because I didn't create myself, ultimately, I don't decide who I am. And maybe that's going to rub a lot of people the wrong way, but I'm not here to make people feel good. I'm here to tell you the truth. God created you. And you don't decide who you are. Now, don't get me wrong. You can act how you want. You know, you can you can do what you want, essentially, virtually. You can feel how you want. But ultimately, God is the one that created us and he gave us an identity and he gave us a purpose. Whether we agree or or live by that identity and by that purpose, that's I mean, I guess that's up to us. But ultimately, God is the one that created us. He's the one that said what we are here to do. Right. Um, And the reason why we can find security in that is because. Ultimately, when we realize that God created us, we realize that really, you know, Anything that we can do, all the capacity that we can possibly have depends on how he created us, how strong he created us, how how willing he created us, how, you know what I'm saying? Like the success that we have with fulfilling our purpose on this earth, besides us having faith and believing, everything else just has to do with God him and how he created us and i'll break it down i'll, I'll make this more simple because i feel like it's hard to it's, it's pretty hard to explain but we're gonna get it um what i want you to understand is that you know those times where you feel really unqualified and those times where you feel really like maybe god chose the wrong person or those times where you think that you know, like things aren't working now. You don't see yourself as that winner that God is calling you to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, do understand that you don't make the decision. You don't, you don't, you didn't create yourself. You, you're not the one that put the pieces together in order for you to be who God created you to be. God did. So what do you need to do? You need to focus on God. Furthermore, God didn't create you the way he created you. In order for you to just be great, you have to understand that he created you for someone, somebody else. He created you to help somebody else. And I think ultimately understanding how much is out of our control, it does multiple things. First of all, when you understand that, you know, who you are and your identity and it coming from God and not coming from you, when you understand that you're not in control of that, it's easier for you to understand that other people and other things and other situations are not are not in control of that either. Um, and it's very important to grasp this this idea, because my pastor said it today. He said that the biggest question that that um, Christians ask God is, "How can it be?" God tells us 
who we are. God tells us the purpose he has for us. And we ask him how. Why? Because we don't believe that we're up to par. And, 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 and we don't have the faith to think that, you know, this is actually going to happen, God. We look at our past. We look at the, the things that people have said about us and so on and so on. And we think that how, how can it actually be? Well, do understand that 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 question, although, I mean, I don't think God gets mad at us for asking questions. But do understand that that question, you know, the answer to that question is none of our business. One, because God does it. God makes things happen, not us. Um, and two, it's because God doesn't just do things for us, like I said. You know, like, God wants to do things with you, and God has a purpose for you. Not just for you to live a happy life, have a big house, have a great family. He wants to do things for you, with you, because there's probably thousands of people, millions of people, billions of people out there that need you. Or maybe your destiny is connected to another person's and to another person's and to another's person's. And he needs you to just be available. When you see yourself as a tool and less as an actual fixer or builder. I think that's when you can be more effective in fulfilling your purpose. I think that too many of us see ourselves as the fixer. Let me paint this analogy. Too many, too many of us sees ourselves as the fixer. I'm going to call it the builder, right? You know, like, so I say that we're the tool. So let me paint this analogy. Let's say you have a wrench. A wrench was specifically crafted to do what a wrench does, to wrench things. That's why it has, like, the, the dip or, like, the circle. Okay, whatever. I'm not good with tools. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the wrench was built the way it is to have leverage or torque or whatever <laughs> to wrench things, right? Um, and understand that a tool, like a wrench, it, it doesn't do anything itself unless the builder does something. Understand that the tool... Um, it, 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 any capacity, you know, anything that it fulfills and to the certain capacity in which it fulfills it is dependent on the builder's use of the tool. Um, the tool is used when and where the builder wants to use the tool, right? And let's say like we have the wrench, a wrench can feel like it's a screwdriver. A wrench can feel like it's a hammer. But the wrench is going to wrench because that was its purpose. And the builder is going to use the wrench to wrench. Maybe the wrench feels like they're not a wrench and they just feel really not confident that day. It doesn't change the fact that it's a wrench and the builder is going to use the wrench to wrench. And understand this, that the, 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 the tool's job is not to fix you know, maybe you, you, you call a plumber over to your house, right? You're not going to pay the tools for the job. You're going to pay the plumber. It's the builder's job to fix, 
not the tool's job to fix. If a tool is just laying there without the builder, how can you, what are you going to yell at the tool? Are you going to, are you going to bash the tool? Are you going to tell the tool to get up and fix something? No, 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 no. A tool is ineffective without the builder. It's the builder's job to fix, not the tool. The tool's job is to just be available, just to be there for the builder's use. We are that tool. A lot of times we get caught up in our own emotions. And we think, how can we be everything that God has called us to be? And we start to fear our future. A lot of us, you know, we're applying to jobs, we're applying to internships, and we don't know what's going to happen. And ultimately, all that comes from a fear of being a failure, a fear of being a dropout, a fear of being somebody who doesn't have any money, a fear of being all these different things, you know, and like we ultimately think that we'll be a failure and we won't fulfill our purpose. But it's not on us to fulfill our purposes, on us to be available and open to what God has for us. So let's go to the scripture. I call this Mary's call to action. We're reading from Luke chapter 1, verse 26 to 38. And I read. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. An angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou, art, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. An angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be? <laughs> How can this be? Seeing I know not a man. And the angel answered and said unto her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that shadow there I'm sorry, therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age, and this is and this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. May God bless the hearing and the reading and understanding of his word. In Jesus name. Amen. So what do we have here in this passage? We have Mary having her encounter with Angel Gabriel, where she where Angel Gabriel tells Mary that Mary, you're going to have a son. You're going to name him Jesus. He's going to be the son of God. Whoop de whoop de whoop, right? Blah blah blah. <laughs> so, um, there's a couple things I want to highlight. You saw in that passage where it was in verse um, 
34. The angel's spitting to her and telling her, yo, you know, this is what's going to happen. And the first question she asked was, how can it be? How can it be? The question we all want to know. When God gives us our mission, when God gives us our call to action, when God gives us our purpose, we ask, how exactly is this going to come to fruition? In this case, the angel told her, the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you, right? Um, and you know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, I don't know if it's a sin necessarily to ask God how things will happen because, you know, we talk about the different, you know, people that God has called, um, called, called, uh, to, to do big things. Like you look at Jeremiah, you look at Moses and everybody. And like, people ask these questions and they have this dialogue. You look at Gideon, Gideon even tested to see if it was really God talking to him. Um, but do understand that, you know, I think that when you don't get a step-by-step process, you know, by God on how things are going to happen, how things are going to unfold, that's not a time to panic, but that's a time to trust. Um, but that's kind of a side note. Um, but you know, he tells, he tells her how he's going to do it. And basically he says that God will do it. So whether he were to tell her or not, you do understand that God will do it. You know, it really wasn't, on Mary to now go and try to find out how to have a baby. Understand what I'm saying? Like, you know, we think it's on us to do everything, but sometimes it's really just on God and we just need to believe that God is going to do it. Right. You know, Mary, Mary just needed to say, okay. And that's exactly what she did in verse 38. All right, then she said, okay, she said, behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. She said, okay, like I said, the tool just needs to be available because ultimately when you look at the big picture, the focal point is not Mary. We know the focal point of Christianity is not Mary. We know the focal point of Christianity or the, the, the Bible is not Mary. We know the focal point of our salvation is not Mary. But Mary was a vessel. Mary was a tool. It was Mary. Mary was a gateway. So Jesus Christ can come through and save us all. Just the same way that you can be the gateway for Jesus Christ to come through and save other people through you. You're so busy being fixated on how qualified or unqualified you might be for God's purpose. When in reality, God just needs you to say yes and let him use you. Let the builder use the tool to fix whatever needs to be fixed. You are just a tool. You are just a vessel. That's all you are. It's not about you. Sure, you can have a good life with God blessing you and you being feeling fulfilled and everything. But God isn't just putting you in this place, putting you in life and putting you on a pedestal and bless and, and, you know, helping you fulfill your purpose for you to feel good about yourself. This is not just about you feeling good about yourself. This is about you actually helping other people. That's what it's about. Freeing other people, blessing other people, inspiring other people, uplifting other people. And I think the power in realizing that is that when you focus less on yourself, you're able to focus more on the task at hand and ultimately be able to be more confident because this is the effect that focusing on yourself too much has. When you start to focus on yourself and think that 
oh, God must have chose me because I was so cool. God must have chose me because I was qualified. God must have chosen me because I was so perfect. You're going to continue to to need to feel like you have to keep up this perf- perfection. You have to keep up this qualification. You have to keep up this coolness, right? And how would you do that? Well, maybe I need to get a whole bunch of likes on Instagram. Well, maybe I have to have everybody like me. Well, maybe I have to look good all the time and look in my look in the mirror, all, you know, a hundred times. Well, maybe I have to get all these internships and all these jobs and all these different things. And it's just like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that there's no action that goes into serving God and that you just have to sit there and just wait and be like inanimate until, you know, but it's like, it's just about focusing less so much on everything you have to do and making it seem like you have to do everything and you're making everything happen, you have to understand that it's God making everything happen. When you get so fixated on how qualified or unqualified you are, you're going to continue to try and be perfect, to try and be qualified and try to be cool. And little, you know, next thing you know, you're actually thinking by sight and not by faith because now you're going to purposefully you know, you put all this pressure on yourself and now you're going to purposefully try and, you know, get that coolness and get that perfection and get that qualified from different situation, qualification from different situations, from different people, from all these different things. When in reality, bro, like you've been a wrench and you've been called to wrench depending on, you know, like it's not about how perfect you were. It, God didn't choose Mary because she was the only virgin. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, God just chose Mary. And she said yes. And she fulfilled her purpose. Case closed. If God wants to save people, he's going to save people. Thank God that he chose you to be a part of his plan. With that being said, let's move into confessions. Heavenly Father, thank you so much, God, for this time. Um... And for the realization that it's not about us. And because it's not about us, we can focus less on how qualified we are or how not qualified we are. Because it's not about us, um, we can focus less on how it's going to happen. We just need to be obedient. We just need to be available, God. You are the builder. We are the tool. We pray that you use us to the fullest capacity. Help us to let us use, uh, let, let, let you use us to our fullest capacity, God. Let your name be glorified. Let other people be helped. Not just have us be fulfilled, God. That's not what it's all about, Lord Jesus. Help us to help other people. Be thou exalted, God, and bless us, Lord Jesus, in this week to go out and take these words, Father God, and apply it to every day of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in once again. Man, um, I really hope that that word could really help you. Stop focusing on yourself. Enough is enough. Let it go. Let God just use you. You're a qualified because he called you. That's why. Not because you do everything right or because you're super smart or whatever. Stop that. Stop it. It's about other people. It's not about you. Take the pressure off yourself. Love you guys. You guys have a wonderful week. Get some rest. For those people still taking finals, I'll pray for you. If those people who are resting, rest. You don't have to be idly minded to rest. Just rest. Have a good time. Love y'all. Peace.